scariest thing a person can go through and we survived so now every day is just a gift and now we're all blessed blessed to be here blessed to be doing what we do best which is saving lives every day one life at a time we're healed so that we can continue healing others and this is from grace anatomy and this is christina Hi guys. Welcome to Girls, Girls Like Us. <laughs> this is Charlotte. And this is Venus. I'm working on fumes over here because I'm just a tad bit tired. But yes, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yes. Have you been have you watched anything interesting? Or what are you watching? What are you currently watching? I'm all over the place. Literally, <laughs> I am all over the place. Like, oh check this out. So I'm watching The Magicians, um, I'm watching The Blacklist, nothing, I'm not really good at my follow through and watching shows, like I'll start it like, oh, I'm about to binge watch this, and then <laughs> I just get, I don't, I just get bored really easily, like it'll be good, don't get me wrong, but I just be like, oh, nope, I need to take a break. You have commitment issues. Is that what that is? Yes. Oh my God, like I just be like, no, like I'll literally get damn near to the end and i'll just stop watching you have commitment issues is that what that comes from yep <laughs> i just see like oh my god like right now i'm doing the magicians thing and i finished the first season of the blacklist because i was like i'm gonna watch all of them like i was committed to it and then no it was just like yep <laughs> what else like i'm really bad at that like i'll be trying like I keep saying I'm gonna watch the Game of Thrones because everybody always talked about it and I was never like, I was like, yep, yeah, nope. So I'm gonna eventually, don't know when. I don't know. I'm not interested. I'm not either, but the hype, I was like, let me see. Let me, if I could get past a couple of episodes, I think that would determine if I'll like it or not. It's this new show that came out, um, Raised by Wolves. And people keep talking about it, but I watched the first episode and I it just did not. It didn't do it for me. So yeah, my I think I have to be in a mood to watch movies or shows. Cause if not, I'm watching it, but I'm not really paying attention. Like I'm doing this, I'm moving around, I'm in my phone or anything like that. It's the commitment issues in you. It's okay. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. Man. Yeah, I think you might be up to something. Possibly, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> I um I don't watch a lot of TV. Like my schedule's so tight that like I don't really watch a lot of TV. You get more in than me, and I'll be trying to figure out how. I don't know. <laughs> like how she get it in, and I can't. Like oh, I don't really watch a lot of TV, and like sometimes it's because. I don't like Harry. Like, if I'm really into the show, I'll Harry, like, up because I really want to watch it. Um, but I don't. Like, my schedule's so tight that I don't. I actually... See, okay, so I'm currently, like, by the fall, I'm watching Grey's Anatomy. And the only reason why I really 
was able to binge it was because I was on vacation. Right. So I was able to like binge it because I was not going to work. Like I literally took off. So that's why. But I have not like I'm I feel like I've been on the same episode for like a month now. (laughs) And I'm just kinda like, oh my god, I wanna get like, you know, somewhere else. I'm watching Grey's Anatomy, that's what like I've been on the only thing I've been on and like I cry like let me shouldn't give it away because maybe you have not seen it yes no because they would have they didn't see it okay it's a spoiler alert I cried like for four hours well that is it, that is 2016 when that happened but I hadn't seen it you know what if they ain't seen it by all this time they not gonna see it but yeah you can because literally that was 2016 Okay, when someone died, <laughs> a lot of people died. Right. When someone died, I literally, and I remember it was like a Wednesday, and I spent all night crying. Like, this show makes me cry. Like, it's kind of like masochist type of thing, because I just keep watching it, and like, it makes me cry. But that's what I've been watching, um, and that's it. I think after I finish this, I don't know what I'm going to watch. You know, a tearjerker show for me was This Is Us. Like, oh my god, I didn't even think I, I watched that one, but I heard a couple people that are like, I cried every episode. Oh my god, I don't know if I'm ready for that negativity in my life because I also feel like it kind of depressed me. Like, I feel like Grace kind of depressed me, and I was just like, I'm not ready. It was oh, a you which show I want to watch? Um, have you seen uh, The Happy Place? Mm-hmm. It is with. What's the girl's name from Forgetting Sarah Marshall? She's married to the other funny guy. Oh. Kristen Bell. There you go. It's with her, and um, it's pretty much like she dies, and she... Sounds sad. No, it's so funny. It's, like, realistically funny. So she dies, and she ends up in heaven by mistake. Confused, (laughs) like, she had another person's name uh-huh. so she ended up going to heaven because they confused her with the other girl like the other girl was super nice like she was like she did charity work so everything in heaven starts kind of going to shit because she's not supposed to be there oh and oh so they pair you with your soulmate like the first i only watched like one or two episodes so the first like moment that you get there they pair you with your soulmate and She's like, this is my soulmate type of thing because that's not her soulmate. Like, uh, that's what I want. I want to finish watching what that. Is that on, what is that on? Uh, it's on Hulu. I think it, like, the network is NBC. Oh, Happy Place. The Happy Place, yeah. So, this um, sounds like a Scott show. You remember Scott used to tell us what Yes. Watch. But what I really like about this show is that it kind of, it, it's funny, but it also makes you question things and like think about things and you know like mm. I'm all into that so I right. want to finish watching that so that's probably what I'm gonna watch next mm. um because when I, I finished Insecure when I was on vacation okay yeah see I it's so uh, the catalog I'm gonna need a whole month off I need COVID time <laughs> off to, to catch up Bro, yes me too because me too, I hadn't finished Insecure uh what else did I watch I think I watched um I don't know what else I watched, but right now I'm religiously committed to Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I'm at right now. That's what I've been watching. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. let you guys know if you guys have any recommendations. Right. Yeah. I don't. 
Yeah. No, I think my biggest thing is one, I can't stay committed to watching the same thing. <laughs> and then, like, by the time I even try to watch it, it'd be too late because now I'm falling asleep. You know what I really want to watch? Don't judge me. Oh, I want to watch Girlfriends because they just came on Netflix. I oh, used to love yes, Girlfriends. I used to love Which I watched the first episode and I didn't realize that she was supposed to be 26 because. I know, they were super supposed to be young. And I was yes. like, but y'all got it going on already. Like, I was like eight years old watching this thinking they were like 35 type of thing. Right, and they were like, just I'm only 26, yeah. 28. And I'm like, mm-hmm. um, I'm your age at this moment and. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I did. That was the show. I did like that. Yes, show. but that is where what we're watching. See, I switched what? it up. I ain't ask you how you were. Yeah, <laughs> you did not. <laughs> it was in a therapy session today. Because then she always wants to come at me. Right. <laughs> so today's episode may be a little bit shorter, guys. Like we've said before, um, some might be longer, some might be. Shorter. We try to keep it within like an hour, which I think most of them have been, but this one might be a little bit shorter. Uh, I was actually really excited about this just to discuss this because um, I was telling Charlotte like what I was taught. Mm-hmm. So today we're speaking, oh, so I didn't even tell you to tell them what we're speaking about. Oh, yeah, look at you! <laughs> today we're talking about Medusa, the Greek uh, mythology. Um, were you like taught about this at all, or do you remember? So it didn't resonate. Like I, I just remember her with the serpent, um, serpents in her hair. Like that was what I can recall. So I have two stories. So when I was younger, my parents had bought me like this fable book in Spanish, and it was like super thick. And like my mom used to make me like literally copy the, um those stories mm-hmm. like for me to write them but in that fable book they had the medusa uh story and in that book it said that she was giving the snake hair because she was so vain like she just thought that she was all that and pretty much to humble her the gods gave her made her ugly and gave her this snake hair you know and anybody that will come near her she will like turn to stone to humble her that's the first story I got, which was a children's book, which, I mean, kind of teaches you not to be vain, not mm-hmm. to be girl that cool. When I was in high school, we did, like, a whole section in Greek mythology, and there I was told that she was given this um, because she broke her promise of celibacy. And she had an affair with Poseidon, so Athena punished her for that and turned her into this ugly person with heads, with like you know, hair mm-hmm. snake type of thing. Those were the stories that I was taught, mm-hmm. and which makes sense as to why I was taught those because like I was young, and I was in school, and you know, in school they don't hitting any of this. It wasn't until recently that I seen like these slides that it said like the real story and I was like oh my god like this makes so much sense mm-hmm. like this is like you know like it just literally put me in like this whole trance and then it also like it started because I was researching to like 
the oldest, like, I wanted to say, like, breakthrough history type of thing. And mm-hmm. a lot of things came out and they're like, it's even in Greek mythology. And I was like, where in Greek mythology is it at? Because right. then it went, like you said, it was like, it was a whole rabbit hole. It was. It went into, like, Zeus and, like, mm-hmm. how he was. And, like, I was just like, why did I not learn this? Yeah. Where, like, did this come from? Right. It, it was a lot. Because me, I didn't really... Well, maybe it just didn't stick with me like the whole. I'm sure it probably did in school because mm-hmm. they teach stuff like that. But it it wasn't something that stuck with me outside of the serpent lady who turned people to stone. <laughs> that was pretty it. But after actually just like looking into it and seeing like different views on it, mm-hmm. it was quite interesting because she was initially she was a virgin. She was pure. She was beautiful. Um, Everybody loved her. Poseidon was obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. He wanted her really bad. Like, just all of this. I'm just like, oh Which, from the go, Athena had an issue with that. Because she was the only human out of, like, the... Like, her sister, she was the only human. So, she was kind of, like... Jealous. Jealous. Because she was a... Athena was a goddess. And Poseidon wasn't a goddess. She was like, why is he, like, looking at her and not looking at me type of thing? Mm-hmm. So that went into the whole play as to like she was jealous of her. Mm-hmm. She was jealous of her. So then, um, Poseidon ends up raping her, which is exactly the story. Mm-hmm. He raped her in Athena's temple. So like she just felt disrespect, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So to punish her, right? Oh, because oh, they did say. She punished her because she, because he was such a high God, she mm-hmm. could do nothing to him, yeah. which is kind of, uh-huh. if you relate it to common day, like, this is the same thing that's going on. Like, we with women, Roger. yes, are being the ones who's being um, victimized, mm-hmm. who's being, the bad is being done to them. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, she punishes her for being raped, mm-hmm. which, like think about every victim like charlotte said when you go tell the detectives when you tell anybody what happens to the victim the victim gets punished mm-hmm. and she turned her head um to like snakes and whoever stared at her you know will turn into stone type of thing which mm-hmm. it's that some which charlotte and i had gone into this conversation because some of the stuff that we came across said that she didn't actually punish her. It was like a shield that she gave her so this would not happen to her again. Which, in a sense, it was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, she protected her. But did she really? Because she gave. Mm-hmm. She gave Perseus the uh, what he needed to kill her, to behead her. And then what did she do? She ended up giving, like, was it her head or was something of her to Zeus, her dad? Mm-hmm. I think it was the, the head, yeah. right? Because they ended up using it, like, as a weapon mm-hmm. against other people mm-hmm. because they were kind of, like, pointing at whatever to mm-hmm. turn them to stone or whatever like that, like, to use her magic powers. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody was trying to behead her, and um, I think Athena is the one who gave the Perseus what he needed to, to do it, mm-hmm. to get it done. So it's like some parts say that Athena helps her, but in, other, in reality, no, she didn't because if, if she was truly trying to help mm-hmm. her then that never would have happened of the whole beheading so yes which is like so insane um i read somewhere that it it, it wanted to relate it to you know how they said the 
oh my god what is that is it the odyssey or is it what is that story oh, I, it starts with a b i want to say where he falls in love with his mom it's a what is it a mythology some greek it, how do i wanted the odyssey is it the odyssey or is this some Shakespeare stuff? Because you know Shakespeare's like always so twisted. It is. Um, Hamlet. It, it is Hamlet, isn't it? Where he falls in love with his mom. You only remember that. No, uh, it probably is, but do I remember right so off it, It's like, it, it's this, uh, oh my God, I can't think of what the complex is called. Oh my God. It's pretty much, and it's actually been used in psychology. And I, I'm beating myself up because I literally have it on the tip of my tongue. And I've <laughs> always talked about this because they also, um, hold on, I'm gonna search this. Like, my phone's gonna click, but, um, <laughs> oh my God, because I need to say what it is. Uh, is it the Hamlet complex? Hold on. Okay, so it, it is, like it could be applied to Hamlet and it's called the oh, I'm gonna botch this word so do not comment <laughs> the Oedipus complex mm. have you ever heard of it I think so that sounds very familiar um but I knew that they used it with Hamlet because it's also used um they turn around with like it's the son and the mother mm -hmm. and the daughter and the father. How um, a child's first love is their parent and how, like, it goes into, like, some dark stuff. How, like, a child sexualizes its parent, but then, like, eventually you grow out of it and you just have this love. But, like, in these, like, so it's a freedom theory. The complex of emotions aroused in a young child, typically around the age of four by an unconscious sexual desire for the parent of the opposite sex in which to exclude the parent of the same sex. So it doesn't always necessarily go to that extent, but like, okay, so I lived in a two-parent household mm -hmm. and I don't want to say it's sexual. It's just that you kind of like, you know, you have daddy's girl and you have like, you know, what is it, like the son's like mama's boy mm -hmm. type of thing. So it, I want to say it's put into like the masculinity, the femininity, like the territorial of of what you, of your being type of thing. Mm -hmm. So like at that age, like the the four year old gets jealous, and I don't know, you know, you've probably seen it. In, it's portrayed in TV shows, even in like in the flesh, where like the little boy gets jealous of anybody else being around the mother. And it's like, this is my mom. And it's not necessarily the sexual. Like, they put in the sexual way because, of course, Hamlet, like, literally had, like, the sexual thing for his mom. But it's just that that thing where, like, this is my parent. This is mine. Like, it's kind of like how you're taught love. And we, I've said it before. Um, I can't really, like, I don't know how to explain it because I know someone's sick and, like, I'm looking, looking at me. Y'all can see my face right now. I'm looking like, what? Yes. 
Um, I was born in a, I was raised and born in a two parent, but I, I don't. You've I, never I, heard. I learned this, and actually, I learned this like literally during um Greek <laughs> mythology. Like, maybe I wasn't paying attention, and I was talking in that, that class. Yeah, see, Alcibius was a mythical king of babies, a tragic hero in Greek mythology. Like I remember those classes, but I don't remember. So the he's stories. like, Alcibius accidentally fulfilled the prophecy that he will end up killing his father and marrying his mother thereby bringing disaster to the city and his family. Um, and they used this in Hamlet because I think Hamlet like did the same thing. And they say it's normal. Every child will find a parent of the opposite sex attractive at a certain stage. It's simply explained in Oedipus complex, an essential developmental phase every child goes through. It's a normal child whose childhood stage of psychological development that occurs between the ages of three to five and they put this like a sexual thing but like a thing about it like kids don't really know sex type of thing so they don't know that i don't want to say that it's sexual it's just like the fondest of that parent mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying because you usually think about like how that treat their daughters type of thing and like the moms treat their sons so they go through that stage and think about it like three to five you're developing that whole sharing thing that mm-hmm. whole learning to play with others so it's kind of like it's when that hits so because that parent there's some closer to that parent of the opposite sex that's what they go through so they were trying to relate Athena giving Zeus the Medusa's head mm-hmm. to that complex mm-hmm. like as in like trying to please him and it sh- they're like this is a complex that she never that it was never addressed correctly mm-hmm. and it could be identified as when you don't raise your children well type of thing or you don't set boundaries or you don't teach them right from wrong in this sense all the evil that she did mm-hmm. in order to kind of like please her father and seem like she was the greatest thing in her father's eyes mm-hmm. but of course, I always go on tangents, like, <laughs> like stories. But it was bothering me because I couldn't remember what the name of the complex. Like, right. It was. It studied really a lot in um, Hamlet because they say that Hamlet had it for his mom and um, Ophelia had it like for like her dad or whatever. Like it's really durable, like like thoroughly. Well, I started to eat it thoroughly like in like sixth grade. I don't know why the hell I was doing it. It's great. Why? Because then I started again in like high school and like it's it's a very well-known complex, like a very well-known complex about it. Oh, wow. And that's why like they tell you that around that age, mm-hmm. you should stop showering with your kids. And we've had the conversation yes. where, you know, at what age is it correctly to stop showering with your kids of the opposite age? And it comes at that age because that's when they start kind of developing these mm-hmm. senses of right and wrong this is when you kind of like, there's there's the human consciousness takes into place. Mm-hmm. So then this goes into place. So they're like, you should stop showering them because then they get kind of confused into what's right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And they're easily more targeted if you keep doing it. And then they go into that whole complex where like, they don't know what it is. Right. And they're learning it. But I don't know how I went into that from this. <laughs> <laughs> I told her already, like, yep, this is your thing, because I did not pay attention in school for this one. I love 
like my forties were like English and math, and mm -hmm. like so I love like all of this. Like I love Greek mythology. I love into that. Like mm -hmm. I'm going for. It. I've heard like a lot of stories about it, and just it's a, it's a really like even when we looking into this, it was like just so much information. I was reading people comments and just seeing what people were saying because. Some people said it with Athena. Some people were like, Athena was bad. So it's just like people interpret things, you know, mm -hmm. so many different ways. Because this is Athena like, ends up marrying Zeus. So it goes into the whole complex. It goes mm -hmm. into the Olympias complex, and that's where it comes from, too. It's a lot of sick stuff in uh, Greek mythology. A lot of Well, there wasn't a lot of incest going on back was. then, too. So lots of it. What do you say we write history from? What a we lot know? of incest, a lot of mm -hmm. pedophilia. Like it was. Mm -hmm. It's just like wow, this is this is what used to go on back then. Yes. But yeah, like it is crazy. And one of the biggest things that I wanted to point this out is just that not only this story, but in the way that Medusa has been used. Aside from her story, mm -hmm. you know, she's viewed as a sexual object. She's viewed um, as this, like, when women are too powerful, they're compared to her. Like, oh, you're like Medusa. Like, you know, you're going to, like, you have this, like, snake type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, there was a, something I read Rihanna did the cover of some magazine with the, like a Medusa, like mm -hmm. portraying her, and one of the guys that was interviewed was like, "Oh, she's bad," and they're like, "What do you mean she's bad?" And she's like, "She's bad, bad, like sexually, like you wouldn't want your daughter to kind of like follow her because she's bad," and it's just like the way they made sexuality bad. Why? If you think about it, because she was a virgin. And her and she religion, got raped. Right. Yeah. It was taken from her. She was and raped. And some of saying that she was having an affair, regardless of the point, it's like, you're saying that a woman desiring, like, let's say that she wasn't raped and she did have this affair with this god, whatever. It's just mythology. And she was probably like 12 and this god was like 105. But right. that's still rape within itself. But let's say that they were consenting age. You're saying that a woman desiring sex is bad. Mm -hmm. You're saying that a woman should be punished for desiring sex. It's what now is considered like the victim blaming and the victim shaming. Mm -hmm. And this is this has been around since the beginning of mm -hmm. times. As we see, like this is something that continues to go on even to this day. That if somebody has been raped or something like that. The first thing someone wants to do is blame that victim mm -hmm. or well, shame them. Wearing, mm -hmm. Exactly. Why like, did you like look at her? She was she was a gorgeous. So mm -hmm. it was just like kind of like she was too pretty. So she got raped. So guess what? We're gonna punish her and make her ugly. So no other man will rape look her. Look at her exactly. And whoever even dares to look at her is gonna turn into stone because that's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. So once again, and what happened to the god? Nothing. He went on about his merry life. Like, nothing happened to him. He, and it, what happens nowadays? Mm-hmm. What were you wearing? The guys Why were you drinking? Lives, right. Why did you look like that? Why were you dressed that way? And what happens to the perpetrators? Yeah. Absolutely nothing. nothing. So, I thought this was, like, 
so <clears throat> I wanted to bring light to this because it's, it's so relatable in how we're taught, mm-hmm. like the way that we're taught it. Like I remember because I was like, I don't remember this. Like literally, I remember that book and it said that her head like was turned into that because she was so pretty and she was so vain. So it, it, and I remember it's a fable book. So like they taught you like lessons and the lessons of that fable was that like to be humble, to not like, you know, go for your looks because they could be taken away any, any moment. And then like, what are you going to have? Like an ugly soul type of thing. And then in high school, it was like, oh, guess what? You should remain a virgin for the rest of your life or you're going to get punished. Right. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, guess what? She got raped and she still got punished because she got raped. Like, in any of these, like, she never comes out winning anyway. Or, like, right. it was never, like, pleasant. Like, she got, no. Mm-mm. Like, being a woman is hard. Like, is. even in myths. <laughs> exactly. Even in myths, like, it's still, it's hard. And this is something that women has had to endure since the beginning of time. Like, this is something that's been going on. And it, the story seems to just play out the same over all these centuries. It, still think about it, this was, like, I think the first origin story was, like, somewhere in B.C. And, like, once, like, they gave the background to it, it was, like, in 4 A.D. Hmm. 4. Wow. Yep, this is this is an ongoing dilemma that we keep enduring. Like nothing has changed in all these years, all these centuries, all of this time. Like the story doesn't change. The victims get victimized all over again. It's like we. I feel like you know her hair because she had the serpents. It was like. The trauma that you go through, what you have to carry for the rest of your life. And it's not, it's more of like, not the physicalness of it. It's more of the symbolic meaning of it. That it can turn you ugly. It can't because it makes you scared. Mm -hmm. To the point where like her looking at other men, like when men were looking at her, it gives you that like, why are you looking at me? So her way of protecting herself was that. Mm-hmm. Because you, it's something so traumatizing. You have PTSD for the rest of your life. You have triggers, so it's kind of like it turns you into someone else completely. Right. Mm-hmm. So her protection was that to fend for herself and like protect herself by turning these men into this, because she didn't know what they were coming for. She didn't know, you know, what they were gonna try to do with her. Right. To her, I mean. And it's that symbolic sense of, like, you go through so much. Like, how do you expect? Right. How do you expect to come out on top? Or how do you? Especially, like, if you think about she was being victimized and victimized and victimized. Like, she got punished for it. Which we do. And then you wonder, like, what did it tell you? Just get over it. Mm -hmm. You'll be fine. Why are you still talking about it? She never got any type of sympathy. And I'm sure that, like, you would just think that they somebody knows what happened, first of all. Like, the fact that, why did she, why, what, what, why was she cursed? Like, did anybody happen to ask back in these times? Like, or they just roll with it because Athena did it and she was a god herself. But it's like, 
So on top of punishment, on top of um, her being raped, now you're saying if anybody even is to look at her, she's they're gonna turn to stone. Like you're that envious of her, you're that mm-hmm. jealous of her that not only this happened to her, but you're about to torture her for the rest of her life. Yes, yes, and she never got justice. She got no. punished for what happened to her. And the thing is that it happens more than it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about um, when we discussed Bombshell and how Roger's wife was like... Oh, he's a little salty. So think about it. It's like Roger <laughs> like was um, Satan and his wife mm-hmm. was Athena and every woman that he did this to is Medusa. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, she was uh, pregnant because yes. of the courage she wasn't able to have the kids. So mm-hmm. not on, on top of that, he also impregnated her as well. So it's just like all these things on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like, it's so crazy because how old this, this myth is, like when it was first like type of thing and like where in 2020 and we're still living through it we're mm-hmm. still being victimized we're still not believing victims we're still punishing them for what someone else did mm-hmm. it's just quite sad and you know and you know how they say that like we write history of the stuff we know like i wonder who this happened to like who is it based on mm-hmm. right because somebody has to write mm-hmm. it I mean, yeah, you use your imagination, but, like, your imagination draws off things that you've seen, that you've experienced. You've heard about Mm -hmm. something. Yeah. Yeah. So, it is so insane. And I I really thought that this was, like, a really good, like, topic. Just a, yeah, I think so, too. I think this was a great one that you picked just because it sheds light on this isn't something that just started happening. This mm-hmm. is something that's been happening since the beginning of, of the time and that we've talked about and we've learned in school mm-hmm. when we were in grammar school or the high school, but this is something that has been going on. And and women and other victims, not just women, but men also still are going through this today where something is there being um, a victim and they're the ones who's on the ones who's being victimized at the end and they're the ones who's made out to be the bad guy mm-hmm. and the person who actually did it gets off scot-free so um it's just just showing you like this isn't something this is this still happens it happened then yeah. it's happening today like and like you know just to kind of open eyes and kind of like shed light into like you know, people like, oh, this just had happening, or like people lie, or like this yeah. never happened type of thing. Like, it is in Greek mythology, it is in history too. Like, yeah. we could pull out stories on top of stories. Like, it's been happening. We've been, we have been told about this, but we want to sprinkle sugar on it. Like, oh no, she had an affair. It was her fault. Right, yeah. Or, no, that didn't happen. We're going to switch the whole story and she was just so stuck up because she was pretty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even with that, like, if she did have an affair, what the hell is wrong with a woman wanting sex? Right. Nothing at all. Does not give you the right to rape a person at all. Exactly. Like, 
Yes, but that is it for today's episode. It's a little short one, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yes, indeed. I guess I'll be saying where to find this at right now. Yes. <laughs> so, guys, don't forget to rate us on iTunes, share us, and subscribe. We are available wherever your podcasts are available. Make sure to subscribe and follow us. Um, also, check us out on IG at underscore girls.life.us. Also, check us out. Email us. Let us know how you're feeling. If you have any suggestions or something you want us to talk about, at girlslikeus619 at gmail.com. Go ahead and follow, like, subscribe, and share us on Facebook at Girls Like Us 619. And please don't forget, you can always reach out, send us a text, call us, give us suggestions at our number 312-480-4101. And the National Sexual Assault Hotline, the number is 800-656-HOPE, 800-656-4673. Thanks for listening to Girls Like Us.